It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. SAP Center at San Jose is the place. The Sharks and the Winnipeg Jets the game. And the Sharks have a couple of changes to their lineup today. Alexander Barabanov apparently has a lower body injury. Almost didn't play last game against Calgary but he will be replaced by Jeff Viel, another one of the members of the San Jose Barracuda who has some NHL experience. And he'll be on the uh, fourth line tonight, along with Stephen Lawrence and Oscar Lindois. Drew, the latest is that the Sharks are changing their roster again. And if you took a team picture today and took a team picture from, say, November, you would have a massively different team. How tough is it to, to deal with a roster that changes like that? It's, it's hard when there's been so much turnover for the San Jose Sharks. It's, it's hard to find, you know, what the guys always talk about when it comes to chemistry for the team. Um, it's hard for a coach to make sure you have everybody on the same page as far as your system and your scheme and how you want to play. So what you do is you basically just tell the guys, hey, just go play. But the one thing you have to be able to do and, and instill and make sure, and this is where you really rely on your top guys, is that compete level has to be there. And that's the one thing if, as a coach you talk to your guys, that's the one thing the guys can control is their compete level. So basically it's go out and play, go hard after the puck, compete like crazy, and then you have to hope for the best. It's really tough because right now when you look at where the Sharks are, where's their, where's their top line? Where's their scoring going to come from? One of the reasons the power play hasn't been very good is because they don't have any scorers, Danny. They really don't. Timo Meyer's been traded. Yeah, exactly. He was their big power play guy. Eric's and Eric's Eric, you know, I mean, he's he's got 90 points. Hopefully he can get to 100 in the next bunch of games. But those are the those are the tough things right now for the coaching staff and the Sharks. But that doesn't mean you get to just say, well, and you start making up excuses. David Quinn won't allow that. I'm seeing something different with this team than I've seen with other editions of the San Jose Sharks that were in this position. And granted, our memories of that are rather old because <laughs> of the fact that, yes, the last, the last three years, it's been a little bit odd to not see the team get into the playoffs. But there was always a little bit of hope, almost to the very end, past the trade deadline, that the Sharks were going to get in. It was pretty obvious this year that that wasn't going to be the case, hence the Meyer trade, hence some of the other moves that Mike Gert had to make and, and is making for the right reasons. But I go back to the days when the Sharks were the Washington Generals of the National Hockey League, playing the Globetrotters every night. And even though those guys are, were great pros, some of them, and have since become great leaders in the game, it wore on them too. I'm not seeing that quite as much here, and I really have to credit the veteran leadership of the Sharks for keeping that competitive, positive nature. They had a great practice yesterday, and it didn't look like a team that is winless in their last nine home games. Got to credit the coaches for that. Yeah, I'll tell you back those first two years. Um, yeah, it, it eventually got to the point, especially that second year, 11-71-2. and two. 
I mean, we went through loss after loss after loss. You know, one, that one stretch where we were 130 and one. I mean, it's hard for the guys to come to the ring. But I always enjoyed and cherished those moments because you did see Dean Evison and Mike Sullivan and Doug Wilson and Rob Zettler and Jeff Hackett compete and Artie Irby, Irby compete right till the end. Yesterday's practice, I'm gonna, and I'm going to give David Quinn and his coaching staff a ton of credit for how they have kept the spirits up on these guys. There's been zero drama on this team. And yesterday's practice, if you were looking at it from an X and O's point of view of last game the Sharks didn't do this or last game they didn't do that, you weren't going to find it. What David practiced, what David Quinn and his coaching staff wanted was a high-energy, fun, let's get excited again about playing hockey. And they had that yesterday. They had a they had a, a bunch, a couple of flow drills. Then they had some small small surface games. So you change the ice, you bring the nets to the middle of the ice, and you play that little two pass game. And then they had a split half game or a split uh, zone game. And it's about competing, competing, competing. And these guys can't help themselves. Players can't help themselves when they get to a point where they're, they're in that situation. We've seen them play that that. Um, Sewer ball with the with you know with the volleyball or the soccer ball. We've seen them. We've seen them on the on the playing playing cards. We see them when they get in this situation with anything. Once they start competing, they can't help themselves. They go. And that was a, that was a really good smart practice yesterday. Is there anybody on this team that you would give the trophy to as the most competitive individually on the team? Yeah, Nico Sturm. I like I'm 100% biased about Nico. I think he's tremendous. I would say Nico would be my guy as the hardest working, consistently hardest working guy you've got and consistently doing the right things all the time. I'd agree with that. I think, uh, I think that there are a couple of other guys. I think James Reimer also is a guy who works really, really hard and, and wants to make sure he's consistent and is competitive too. Oh, absolutely. Goalies have to be. They, even though they, they show that they're calm on the outside, they're ticked off when they let one go by them. So, yeah, I would say James and Kako would be, would be two guys that would be ultra-competitive. Well, they're going to have to be tonight because the Winnipeg Jets are a team, and the rest of the season, every team coming in here at yeah. home is a team that's bound for the playoffs as of this point. I happen to think that that's great. Yes. I, happen it's great. I think it's great for the players because they've got something to measure themselves up against and maybe beat. But the other thing is it's great for the fans because they're going to be seeing some good hockey here down the stretch, and they should come to SAP Center and check it out. 100%. So I love watching Winnipeg because Winnipeg plays a nice, fast game, and they got some fantastic players. Defensively, they're wonderful. And uh, Shifley, Shifley's special. He's under underappreciated. Really underappreciated. Um, and they're, they are in a, they're in a high-focused mode because they are trying to make the playoffs. Vegas comes in. Vegas, I know we hate to talk about it because it's Vegas and the rivalry, but man, they're a good team. They are playing really well, and Jack Eichel is showing you that Jack Eichel is a hell of a hockey player. David Quinn knows there. And then we got the Edmonton Oilers, and then you've got Colorado back-to-back. It's gonna LA, be- too. Well, they're not coming in. Right. right. It's, it's tough. It's hard, but that's okay because I think it raises the intensity level of the team and the fans will get to see some really good hockey teams and the Sharks seem to compete better against the better teams. What about the playoff race? Looking at the standings right now, nobody in the Western Conference has clinched a spot, but now we've got five teams in the East that have clinched a spot. The top three in the Metropolitan, Carolina, the Devils, and the Rangers are all in. Toronto just uh, clinched a spot and of course Boston clinched a spot six months ago. So 
uh, you've got two teams left in the Eastern Conference, uh, two spots left. The Islanders and Pittsburgh are in that spot right now, but Florida is only three points behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the, the only thing that Penguins have is games in hand on both those teams. In the West, you've got Winnipeg, the team the Sharks are playing tonight, in that last playoff spot, but they're only four points ahead of Calgary, and Calgary could go either way still. Yeah, I, I think the way that the, the West is right now is the way the West is going to be. I don't think Calgary's getting it. Uh, and Nashville, no, too. No, no, yeah, they're out. I think that's the, the, the eight teams that are there are the eight teams that are going to be at the, the end. Yesterday, Florida had a big loss to the Ottawa Senators. Huge. Yeah. The Eastern Conference is scary good. Scary, scary, scary. That Tampa-Boston game on Saturday that we were watching before the, before the Sharks played Calgary was phenomenal. That was playoff hockey. That was checking. That was hardcore. It was the way the game has to be played if you want to be successful in the NHL. And, and Carolina is great. They're great. I mean, it's, they're, 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 you look at the team that doesn't get talked about a lot, the Rangers. Look at I, that team. I think they they could win the cup. Look at that team. They're, they're, they're ridiculous. Like last year, it was all Shesterkin. 9.35 save percentage. For, and he, he was amazing. This year, his save percentage is down about 9.15. But they're still winning. They're still one of the best teams in the league. The East is a monster. They're the beast, without a doubt. But L.A., Vegas, look at the way that Dean Everson's got Minnesota playing. They are a tough, hard team to play against. Even without Kirill, they continue to win. Boldy is now scoring goals. At, he got three last night. That's a good, hard team to play against, too. So the, the playoffs are shaping up. To the, the, when, when the playoffs get going, Danny, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it. Yep, I can't wait to get the playoff show started, too. But this is it for the morning skate today. The Sharks against the Winnipeg Jets, and we're on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.